That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What was the reason? I don't get today's episode. Like, what was the reason for all this stuff that happened today? Kanye, Cardi, Life Jennings. Like, make it make sense. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to yet another episode of your favorite podcast, DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. It is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, Adub. All right, it's Tuesday, and we have a few things to dive into today. So Cardi B and JT from the City Girls have been going at it on social media all night, and we got the recap for you. Also, Boosie went off on Kanye West because he wore a White Lives Matter t-shirt at Paris Fashion Week. A lot going on with that. And lastly, Life Jennings has come under a bit of fire for talking about his experience meeting Jeffrey Dahmer. A lot of crazy stuff going on today, but before we get into all of that, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Please hit that subscribe button or that follow button on whichever app you are listening to us on right now. Thank you. Now let's get to it. Okay, so Cardi B and JT shook up the Twitter timeline last night. They were going back and forth, and this was shocking to a lot of people, including me, because Cardi B and the City Girls made a bop together. They made twerk, so we thought they were in good standing. You know, City Girls are signed to QC. Migos were signed to QC. Offset and Cardi B are married. Like, we thought there was, like, a whole, I don't want to say family vibe, but at least, like, you know, cool associate vibe between all of those people. Come to find out, that's not the case. Come to find out there was a little bit of animosity in the mix. Yeah, I thought these two were good, too. I didn't think they had any type of beef or situation or there would ever be a beef. But apparently it all started, of course, on Twitter. And it looks like Cardi and JT were at first DMing each other. And it wasn't until Cardi B, like, took to Twitter, like, she tweeted something to the public. And she was saying, um... Well, she was calling JT a lap dog, but then it tagged her. And then it said, I hope you don't think you know bully. And JT had responded and said, wiener dog. So it's kind of like people trying to put like, you know, okay, you mentioned in lap dog, wiener dog. Are y'all talking about each other? And that's when um, JT then tweeted, Cardi, you go fetch a real talent. We DMing while you come back here upon a show for these kids. So that does confirm that they were talking about something in the DMs and then Cardi B decided to kind of start airing it out on public Twitter. And that's where everything went wrong at. Because if y'all are having a private discussion, why are you bringing it to the timeline? That's where the whole situation went wrong. I don't know what they were DMing about. My assumption is it's something related to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> like, I, just going to take a wild guess there with that one. Because if you're calling somebody a lap dog, you're basically saying that they're being subservient to another person or uh, they're basically being a lackey for somebody else. And who else would they be saying that about with JT but Nicki Minaj? You know Nicki mm-hmm. and JT are cool. You know Cardi B and Nicki Minaj go back and forth <laughs> on Twitter, subtweeting each other every day, if you've been paying attention anyway. And I just assume that that's what the private DM convo was about. Or a lot of people assume that, not just me. But when you bring it into the Instagram timeline, of course, that's when the show starts. And then there was a whole additional back and forth. Cardi accusing JT of not writing her songs 
which is crazy because Cardi has already admitted to not writing her own songs. And she was saying that um, P from QC tried to hook Cardi up with their writers, with the City Girls writers. And then it turned into like a comparison of numbers and hits like, oh, y'all don't got hits. Y'all don't got hits. I'm not a slave to the charts. It was just a big back and forth about nothing at the end of the day about who's more famous, I guess. And it's just like, what is the reason for all of this? Yeah, I don't get the whole reasoning either. Um, And it looks like they did mention again on Twitter, they said, I think it was Cardi B that said this. She says, then I hit you back in the DM 20 minutes ago, but I got to come on the timeline for a response. And you're mute, but steady arguing here on the public Twitter. And she said, like I said, this ish is for show opportunists. And they both agreed to go back into the DMs to to continue the conversation. But it's just kind of, Weird. It's unexpected. And I think they would be this, you know, kind of catty with each other on Twitter about the whole ghostwriting or whatever they were talking about. And then they go back and DM. It's like, well, now, now we want to know what y'all finished saying because y'all already talking about it on public Twitter. It's just interesting. I don't, I don't get what had happened, but if they decide to screenshot, if they get too petty or something, then maybe we'll find out. But for right now, it's like, what, what what's going on? All of these female rap beefs that we have been seeing on the timeline over the past few weeks and months, it all stems back to Nicki Minaj and Cardi B for some reason. It's, oh, this person's loyal to Nicki. This person's loyal to Cardi. Oh, she's friends with Nicki. Now she's taking shots at Cardi. All of that type of discourse was going on around this. So while I guess it's amusing to some people, it really just seems very counterproductive. If y'all gonna talk in the DMs, talk in the DMs. If not, Why are you addressing one another? If you don't like her, you don't like her, you don't like her. Who cares? Why do we have to know this? Why are we being brought into the situation as the public? I don't get it. I I, I am tired of the, the female rap beef that's not being put on the records. Like, put it in the song. When Cardi B was dissing everybody on Tomorrow 2, we loved it. We loved the slick talk in her verse on the Glorilla song. Like, we love that. Put it in the songs. I don't want to see it on the timeline. Yeah, I don't want to see it on the timeline either. Yeah, take that energy, put it into music. That's exciting. So uh, maybe she'll do it in the next single she drops. But yeah, the Twitter, the public, the words, the shots being sent, uh, I ain't with it. All right, well, let's move it along to somebody else that had beef. Boosie Badass had some beef with Kanye West after Kanye wore a White Lives Matter t-shirt at a fashion show in Paris recently. Yeah, so Kanye was doing his Yeezy Season 9 fashion show in Paris, and he showed up in a t-shirt that said White Lives Matter. He also had Candace Owens there with him, notorious conservative Candace Owens. She also had on a White Lives Matter t-shirt. Of course, this is another thing that set social media on fire. So much back and forth surrounding this whole entire incident. But Boosie, he has some real choice words for Kanye in one of his tweets. Yeah, so Boosie went to Twitter and he added at Kanye West and he put in all caps. He said, after all we've been through as a race, you put this disrespectful ish on. You gives no Fs about how blacks have died and suffered to the hands of the white man. And you say Bush don't like black people. Really? That's what he said on Twitter. Straight call out. (laughs) Hey, sometimes every now and again, Boosie be right. Every now and again, Boosie Mm -hmm. be right. But a lot of people had similar reactions to this situation with Kanye. And I don't know why we continue to be shocked or surprised or taken aback by this type of stuff. He does this all the time. It was the same thing with the MAGA hat, same thing with him linking up with Trump and praising Trump. 
praising Queen Elizabeth, all of these different things. Like, we know that Kanye does this for shock value. He does it to get people talking. He does it for marketing purposes. I also do think there is a little bit of self-hatred in there that he may he may need to work out. And it's just a it's just provocative. Like that's the whole purpose of it is to provoke. So why do we get provoked every time? Like people should have just seen that and and kept it moving, honestly. <laughs> Cause that was my approach. I saw it and I was like, okay. And kept scrolling. Like you can <laughs> when you when people know that they can get a rise or a reaction out of you, they're gonna continue to do that and they're gonna use it to their advantage. Kanye is all over social media. He's all over the news coverage now. He's all over all of that. And I think that was his motivation for doing it. Yeah, I think so, too, because, yeah, when you brought up the whole MAGA hat and, you know, supporting Trump and Queen Elizabeth, it does kind of like, you know, most of the people aren't team Queen Elizabeth. They don't like Trump. And for him, you know, as a black man to show public support, I guess it does go into that shock value. So I don't really know if he actually believes in that stuff like does he think you know white lives matter or the whole um all lives matter type of you know narrative that was going around that people are like if you think that then you really not knowing what's going on so it's just it's interesting I do think it's just shock value but I hope he doesn't really believe it but maybe just doing it to get people to talk in and of course it works because it's Kanye so yeah but a white lives matter t-shirt with Candace Owens that's that's extreme Yeah, and I mean, a part of me feels like he may believe a little bit of it. Like I said, the whole self-hatred thing and the the constant seeking of validation, and Mm -hmm. it all leads to attention-seeking as well. I think it's insecurity mixed with a little bit of self-hatred mixed with attention-seeking. Like, I feel like all of that is rolled into it, too. But it's also knowing that, hey, if I do this, it's going to get a huge reaction out of people. And that goes back to the insecurity, because why do you need this huge reaction out of people? There's something lacking there. You're one of the most famous artists on the planet. You have a billion dollars, according to you. Like, you have all the money that you could ever need or ever use. You have the ability to, to do whatever it is you want. You can create your fashion lines. You can create your clothing. You can create whatever you want. You can work with whoever you want to work with. So why are you constantly doing these attention-seeking, uh, provocative things, these things to constantly provoke people? Like, what is that about? And I think that's where the insecurity comes in at. So I think it's all of that. But for everybody that's like explaining, like, no, we said Black Lives Matter because X, Y, Z. Like, why are you still explaining your humanity to people that don't, they don't care? Like, he's not doing it because he doesn't know why we're saying Black Lives Matter. He's doing it to get the reaction. So for the think pieces and still explaining, oh, we said Black Lives Matter because of this. And we already know that White Lives Matter, like, it's no point to doing that whole explanation. If you still don't understand why it was said, go Google, go read, go look it up. Like nobody's taking the time out to write a whole dissertation and explaining their humanity to you. Like we're not doing that anymore. This is lame. Um, and I feel like we should stop giving this attention because I feel like if there was no outrage or no news coverage behind this, I don't think Kanye would continue to do these things. Yeah, I don't think so either. Cause yeah, it's kind of like that bittersweet of like, oh, if we don't pay attention to it, then maybe he'll stop. But it's like we have to report on it or talk about it because it does it is so kind of like eye catching or like what is he doing? What is he talking about? Can't believe Kanye did this type of thing. Um, so yeah, I think we we're always gonna give into Kanye's antics. So I feel like Kanye's never gonna stop. So it's lame. 
it's detrimental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't think it's going to stop because like you said, we're going to keep covering it. So it is what it is. Let's talk about some something else that drew a lot of outrage. Life Jennings recalled a story uh, about meeting Jeffrey Dahmer in prison or knowing Jeffrey Dahmer. As you know, everybody's been talking about the Jeffrey Dahmer series that's on Netflix. And Life Jennings decided to get online and give us a heartwarming story about how Jeffrey Dahmer asked him to sing while they were in prison together. Yeah, Life Jennings, as you know, he had served 10 years in prison for a 1992 arson conviction in Ohio. Um, But according to him, he was saying that him and Jeffrey were locked up together when they were in Wisconsin. So yeah, he had took the social media and posted a couple videos about it and was basically saying that um, Jeffrey would ask him to sing for him. And he did. I think one of the songs he wanted to hear was Mint Conditions, Breaking My Heart, Pretty Brown Eyes. And it was kind of interesting. Can you imagine Life Jennings singing that type of song to Jeffrey Dahmer, despite like everything that he had did to black and brown boys? Like, I don't know. It was kind of weird. No, I can't imagine it. Don't want to imagine it. Didn't need to hear about it. Like, what did you tell us this for? What what reaction or response were you expecting by telling us this? Were we supposed to, I don't know, be amazed by that? Were we supposed to be in awe of that? I don't understand what we were supposed to take from this story. That's the thing. Like, why why is it that people are in such a, a rush or a hurry to show sympathy or humanity or, like, endearment towards these people that do these heinous evil things but when it's come when it comes time to like find sympathy or empathy for people that really do need it or deserve it they can't seem to find any like that's so mind-boggling to me like even um when the, the whole queen elizabeth thing for example like when she died if somebody said something bad about her was talking bad it's oh you shouldn't talk ill of the dead and you know she just passed away like now it's not the time to air out your grievances about that so it's like every time people with like a known history of just doing terrible things I feel like there's always like this light that people try to shine on it like they try to kind of glorify it or uh, make people have sympathy towards it or humanize it or whatever and I feel like that's kind of what Life Jennings was trying to do with this Jeffrey Dahmer story like oh yeah he was we were together in prison and he would just want to hear me sing mint condition like okay and he was like skinning people and cooking people brutally murdering them like decapitating them why do we care and why are you playing karaoke to somebody that was (laughs) that was doing all of this like that make me look at you crazy I don't know man I I don't know what type of time people be on (laughs) I don't I don't know but I just I don't get what we were supposed to get from that story yeah I don't know if he was trying to like brag about it or knowing Jeffrey Dahmer because like you had that happened like what 10 20 years ago you just now making public mention of it because of the series is going on um because I haven't, haven't, I haven't heard from Life Jennings in a while until this moment. And so um, when he was going down memory lane on his social media, he started realizing that people really weren't feeling the type of stories he was telling, but people were like asking questions and wanted to know more or something like that. And he had said um, he had a whole bunch of stories, but he's not going to tell the rest of the stories about what happened um, with Jeffrey Dahmer. And he says, the world is so judgmental. So I'm going to head back out to mine he said, last part of the story, the rest I'll tell in an interview somewhere on Mars. So, all right. So, yeah. So, clearly, he saw people weren't really feeling it. He's going to keep the rest of his Jeffrey Dahmer stories to himself, which I guess is good. Because unless 
what was the reason i don't get today's episode like what was the reason for all this stuff that happened today kanye cardi life jennings like make it make sense yeah weird flex bro weird flex bro man <laughs> like why and then you can uh, and then he was like oh yeah i'm not gonna tell the rest of the stories you should have told this one you should have kept that attitude from the beginning let me keep right. this one in the tuck certain things people don't need to know especially if you're not gonna contextualize it properly like he didn't say oh yeah no you know i know jeffrey was a monster and and he did all these things that impacted all of these different families and i know like what he did was sick and blah 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 blah. he didn't preface it with any of that he was like yeah the little homie was like you know wanted people to sing for him and da 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 it's just like so are you endearing a, a serial rapist and murderer right now is that what i'm hearing you do yeah weird flex bro very weird, very weird happenings and going on, goings on in the world of hip hop today. But we are going to cap it off there. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. And that is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything too. All right, we'll be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Yeah.